the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. And when he says 608 or 602-508-0960, he means the lines are wide open. There's five of them. So if you have a, a, a discussion with your wife or your husband or your father-in-law or your own dad or your neighbor and you want somebody to chime in on your discussion or your argument or whatever, then I'm a good guy for that. 602-508-0960. If you recently got a repair notice or a, a, and you have a work order in front of you and they're asking you to you know, consider doing all this stuff, then just have the work order in front of you and let's have a conversation. I'm going to say, you're making model. How many miles has it got on it? Now tell me what they said you needed. See, the next question out of my mouth is, is I'm going to think to myself, what are the symptoms associated with an injector flush? And if you don't have the symptoms, then you don't need the injector flush. And let me tell you something. <laughs> this is no secret. You can't imagine how lucrative injector flushes can be. Can be. You you can't imagine how lucrative some of the... Anything with the word flush is very lucrative. There's no risk. There's, there's huge reward. There's nothing that we're going to do that's going to be bad to your car. We can flush your transmission. We can flush your differential. We can flush your brake fluid. We can flush your power steering fluid. We can flush anything and everything in your car. The question is, is why? Why are we flushing? So when was the last time that we had to spend major dollars on somebody's car because the brake fluid wasn't flushed? The answer is never. Here's the problem. We do have the ability to check the moisture content of your brake fluid, and there is a line in the sand. So if someone comes to you and says, you're only allowed to have 5% water moisture, and if you walk over here, I'm going to use this little litmus paper, and I'm going to check the moisture content on your brake fluid, and if you look right here, it's more than twice that amount, and water and brake fluid are not good together. So I'm going to give you an estimate to flush your brake system, and here's why. So I just did it in front of you. That's a home run, folks. That's a home run. I had one lady say, where's your car at? And he said, it's that black truck right over there. Let's go check your brake fluid. Okay. So they go over there. He lifts his own hood. He takes the litmus paper. He sticks it in. He pulls it out. And it's like 2%. And he goes, there. And she says, okay, fine. I thought that was genius. Let's go check your car. (laughs) Let's go check your wife's car. But those are the kinds of things that are important. And then... If you're going to deal with somebody that you're not quite sure about their scruples, then tell them to write it down and send you a copy of the repair order. So, And, and you ladies, you can do it this way. My husband is the guy that makes these decisions, but he's going to want it in writing. So just write it down. Here's my email address or here's, you know, go to Facebook and send us to this on a private message, whatever you want to do. And that's really a good thing because we won't write it down. My industry won't write it down if it's not true. 
And if somebody else looks at it, and then all of a sudden that person goes to the attorney general's office, to the consumer fraud division, and they already have a folder on this particular shop, and they're sec- selling the heck out of transmission services or brake fluid services on newer model cars, then that might be worth a peek somewhere down the line. Those are the kinds of issues that that uh, that many of us see and uh, many of us are asked to participate in. There's lots of shops in town that uh, the law enforcement knows um, They'll, they'll they'll give them the right they're not going to give them the right answer they're going to give them the truth so and but you have to have the question first so if they ask me I say I need to know what the question is on this particular car tell us the condition of the brake fluid piece of cake no problem and we got a caller who might that be say good morning to Lee Lee good morning how are you <clears throat> morning Mark thanks for taking my call you bet um, got a 2003 Jeep Wrangler six cylinder. I believe it's fuel injected, and when you push on the gas, it, it um, accelerates or lurches, other than a smooth transition. Okay. And it's kind of annoying how it, you know, it it jumps basically. Okay. Okay. And then it's fine the rest of the time. So it does it first thing in the morning. Uh no, it'll do it any time. Okay. Okay. And there's no check engine light. No. Okay. All right. How many miles are on the Jeep? Uh, about 130, I think. Okay. I think if I were working on that, and I'm, I'm sure it's fuel injected, if I were working on that, um, we would have a more in-depth conversation. Like when you hit the gas, is there kind of a hesitation and then it takes off? Or when you hit the gas, is it more of a stumble, da 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 and then it smooths right out? Those are the kinds of, of, of symptoms you want to tell your shop. So just mm-hmm. make the noise and tell them. And it only does it first thing in the morning when it's cold. First thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now, after I get four miles away, it doesn't happen for the rest of the day until the next mm-hmm. morning. And it doesn't happen in the summertime. It only happens in the wintertime. But I think I'm going to guess that if we cleaned the throttle plates in your air intake system, there's a butterfly that's hooked to your throttle pedal, and that's what makes the car go faster. And this flapper is a horizontal flapper, but there's a small amount of space between the flapper and the the mouth, okay? Right. We want air to go all the way around that flapper, and that air is what keeps the engine running at idle. Now, what happens is as the flapper goes from horizontal to vertical, horizontal to vertical, we build up this ring of dirt around the flapper, and we need that ring to be gone because we need that air at idle. So what we do is we take all the stuff off the top of the engine, all the plastic stuff and the air cleaner hose and all that other crap, and we stick the throttle wide open. We take a long screwdriver. We put it rag on the end of the screwdriver and we tape it to the long screwdriver. We spray carburetor cleaner all over the, the, the rag and this is the key is off and the key is in your pocket. This isn't right. running. <laughs> I don't right. want you sucking that rag into a running motor. And we just go and we just go up and down all the way around. You can actually see the dirt and all you're doing is cleaning it. Then at the very end you take your can of carbs and then you keep the throttle wide open so that that carburetor spray will dissipate and and not go to a liquid. We don't want to inhale liquid to the motor. So that's cleaning the throttle blades would be someplace I would say to you, no guarantee that's going to work, but I think that's where we need to start. And it's going to cost you 80 bucks or something like that. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. 
All right, and and you know what? You can Google cleaning the my throttle blades, uh-huh. and 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 you can just you know Google Wrangler cleaning the throttle blades, and there's probably going to be somebody in there that shows you kind of what I'm talking about. But what you don't do is fill the motor full of liquid carb spray. You got to right, give right. it time to evaporate because if you get it in there and we hydraulic the cylinder and bend a rod, then you just bought a motor. So right. You, you right. can't be. You can't do that. Okay. Okay. Sounds right. good. Try that. You bet. Larry Harker's Auto's at at 38th Avenue and Indian School. He'd been around since 1967. Let me tell you what happened at Larry's. We had a uh, a caller on the radio call and said that they had this particular problem, and there was water leaking on the feet of the passenger on this very expensive uh, import car. And so they said that they had taken it to a place, and the place had an estimate of I don't know eight thousand dollars. It was a lot of money, and and. And it was all because the passenger's feet were, there was droplets of water, and especially if the car swerved left and right, there was water hitting the passenger's feet, and the carpet's wet. So I said, I think I need a better description, and where do you live? And they said, close to Larry Harker's 38th Avenue, and he's going, I said, take it over there and have Bob look at it. So Bob looks at it, and he determines that what's going on is, is underneath your glove box, there's a tray of where the moisture, the water from your air conditioning system goes into the tray. Then there's a hose that takes that water outside the car. And you all know that in certain times of the year, when you park your car, you come back, there's a wet spot right underneath the passenger side floorboard. That's just the water in your air conditioning system. That's just just the water. And so Bob says, the drain's plugged up. (laughs) And I said, well, they're bidding a heater core, which is inside this box. They're bidding an, an evaporator, which is inside this box. One of them's in the cooling system. One of them's in the air conditioning system, which means both of those systems goes down. We replace those two huge components. Then we fill it back up, flush it back up. And the estimate was, I don't know, five or 6000 bucks. And he said, I think I can fix this for less than 300 And I go, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm just going to go inside there and clean that drain out. He says, I don't know what I'm going to have to move, but he says, I'm going to start by taking the glove box out. So he tells me later, I take the glove box out. I'm halfway there. I take this one piece of shroud off, and bingo, I can see the drain. I can see that there's a bunch of fuzz in the drain, and I can see that it's draining, but it's really slow. So I get my shop back, suck that out. He says, and I figured, I'm just going to wash the tray out. So I just take a glass of water, and I kind of pour it in the tray, and it swirls around, and it goes down the drain. And then I take air hose, and I push it into the drain blow it out on the ground, it's all done, put everything back together, and I don't know, the bill was a couple hundred dollars. And that's what happened. So they're really good at what they do. They're not going to lie to you, and they're not going to take advantage of you. So a second opinion is always good if the bill's north of a 1000 bucks. Who's calling? Say hello to Susan. Susan, how are you? Oh, simply wonderful. <laughs> good, good. I've got... I've got um, two cars. Can I ask you a question about uh, my 88 Vet and my um, 99, or wait, 93 Dodge Spirit, my mother's old car? Um, Let's do the Corvette first. It's an 88? Yes, I've had it for 26 years, and um, I wanted uh, somebody to go through it, look at the hoses, look at everything. and uh, I noticed cracked brake lines and other things. And then I had um, somebody's ahead of the Arizona Corvette Club put it up on his rack at his home and look at it. And he gave me a list of things that he was spotting because I had a lot of leaking. 
I keep uh, cardboard under my cars in the garage so I know which areas of my car under the car are leaking and what color the fluids are and stuff. And so um, this guy that uh, works on Corvettes restores his old vets and has a lift and about a 15-foot ceiling in his garage area built just for car um, restorations and stuff. He said I had under the car... He said it looks like differential leaking a little bit. He said the trans pan gasket. Okay, we need Susan. We need to kind of shortcut that because I'm going to ask you lots of questions, and so it's better okay. if, if we just. And so your issue is is um, you, this gentleman looked at your car, had it up in the air, and he's written what kind of an estimate to fix the leaks oh, well, that he, he sees. He is he isn't going to fix it. He just did that as a favor. I was at a Corvette uh, show with. And he just did that as a favor, and he told me what I needed to have checked out. And uh, so I took it to a place up in Scottsdale, and I told, I said, here's a list of what I was told. And all, and they didn't check anything and uh, definitely wanted my cracked brake lines fixed. And uh, they ended up doing, uh, replacing the transmission dipstick tube O-ring and, um, filled my car with synthetic oil without my permission. I didn't want synthetic oil in there because I have run for 26 years regular oil, and my son is a military uh, jet mechanic, helicopter mechanic in the Navy, and he said I wouldn't run synthetic. He okay, synthetic. okay, we're going to take a break because I'm up against a break, but Susan, let me tell you, I agree. Um, I don't agree with your position on synthetic oil. Okay, it's 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 the brand. It's a it's not a brand new oil, but it is the very best, and it works on every car out there, and it makes every car better. So I, I'll just start there, but I'm going to come back to you because I got to take a break. But I need to get to the crux of the issue. Are we dealing with leaks on the Corvette? Is that what we're dealing with? Uh, it's still leaking, but I can't find a vet mechanic, and that's well, you what don't I'm need a vet for. mechanic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can continue to look for a vet mechanic, and there's plenty of shops that say they work on Corvettes. You'd much rather have a guy who's in his 50s and 60s that's an ASE master that's been to work, have owned his own shop for 30 years, and works on Corvettes, but he also works on everybody else's cars as well. What part of town do you live in? I live in Chandler, Dobson, and um, Chandler Boulevard area. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold, and we'll be back talking to you right after this. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising healthcare costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retirement. Hiring with confidence, and it's yours free with one call. Don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement. This little-known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40%. For your free copy of Guarantee Your Retirement by Josh Melberg, call now. Call 800-337-8051. That's 800-337-8051. 800-337-8051. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. 
I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. But we're going to go back to Susan. Susan has an 88 Corvette. Susan, I'm saying this with a kind heart. And I'm saying this because I, I think you you need to heed my advice. Nobody wants to deal with a customer who who constantly points to so-and-so, so-and-so, this shop, and he worked on Corvettes, and he knows the guy who built Corvettes, and so forth. Nobody wants that. Nobody that I know wants that, and I don't want that either. I want somebody to bring their car in and say, I've been told I have brake lines that are cracked. Susan, do you know which brake line is cracked? Both of them. Okay, well, you have four. <laughs> well, I mean I mean all of them. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so then a, a guy like me, uh, I'm 66 years old, and I've been working on cars since 1968. Uh, this is no problem. I would say, Susan, why don't you just let me do your next oil change, and I'll do the inspection for you for free? That's what we would say. That's what most shops yeah. would say. So just let me do your next oil change, or, or let me do your next tire repair, or whatever. But and, and I'll inspect them, because I've got, got the car up, up in the air already. So, yeah. and, and crack- Well, that's what I asked them to do, and they don't do it. Okay. Uh, it was it was my son who noticed the uh, cracked brake lines when he saw my car okay. in the garage. He was he lives in Montana, so he can't help. But okay, Susan, if you told him what you told me, he told you they don't do that because he doesn't want to be involved in that. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. You're listening to someone from Montana. Your son is wrong about synthetic oil. I'm I'm an oil expert. I testify in court about oil. I've made oil from Mother Nature to what goes into your car. I understand the properties of oil. Synthetic is no different. It's conventional oil, then we have a semi-synthetic, and a synthetic can go on any car in the whole wide world. I use diesel. I have diesels. I have big trucks. Everybody in my family, there's 30-some-odd cars in my family, everybody uses synthetic oil. And I have a Corvette, a 2006 Corvette that's worth probably $150,000. I put synthetic in it. It gets an oil change once a year. That's it. Right at the beginning of the summer, I change the oil. So there's lots going on here. But what you don't want to do is, is I think 
people have already put their hand up and said, you know, we don't want any part of this because no one wants to be involved in a discussion and nobody wants to dance to music from somebody who lives in Ohio or Texas or California. Nobody. So the question is, is I would just respectfully suggest that you simply take these issues one at a time and turn it into a question. Would you take a look at my car and tell me and look at the brake lines and tell me if I need brake lines and if so the rubber brake lines I'm talking about and if so would you bid the repair for the brake lines? And that's that's the answer. Just that's what you want. Look at my brake lines because cracked brake lines, people use that word cracked on belts and hoses and tires and all kinds of bushings, ball joints, uh, sway bar bushings. They use the word cracked. I would say, and I've been involved with law enforcement for many years, if half of the cracked issues turn out to be nothing, nothing. It's normal for, 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 for sway bar bushings to have some superficial cracks on the outside, but as long as the bushing is intact and as long as the bushing is in one piece, it doesn't need to be replaced because it's weathered. So those are the kinds of things that, that you have. What part of town do you live in? You said Chandler? Uh, yeah, I live in Chandler, Dobson, and Chandler Boulevard. I have an urgent problem with my other car with strong gas smell in the cab, and I can't. I have to get out of the car. It's so bad. So... Uh, what I'm looking for is a mechanic to take care of both cars because, um, um, okay. any, anyway, uh, I need a mechanic that's honest and going to, I'm 77 years old, so when they see me drive in in a Corvette, I don't know what goes on, but I just okay. ask them to look under the hood, look at the hose, check everything out for me on the vet and let me know what I need, and none of them will do it, so... I just go to mechanic to mechanic, but right now I have an urgent problem with the, uh, it's, um... Okay, we'll write this down, okay? Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa. Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa. And I would call them and say, they have their own towing service, because you better not drive that car. If you're smelling gas, that thing catches fire, you're toast. So it's, oh I mean, I, 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 you need to, you need to tow it and they have their own towing company and you're going to talk to Brian or Thelma and you're just going to say, I want to tow my car in and I want you to call me with an estimate to fix the gas smell. That's it. I don't, and don't you dare say, well, the guy on Google said this and my son said gonna... this. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. No, I don't go in. Uh, the way I've been telling you the stories and stuff, I don't go into a shop and start all that, and my son says, and this and that, and I think it's that. I just ask them, here's a symptom I'm dealing with. Would you please check it out? And okay. then they say, okay, bring your car in, and then they work on it, and they fix this, that. And then I come home and put my new clean cardboard under the car, and we got the same leaking going on. And I can't keep going back and being charged over and over, and they're not fixing problems. So I'm looking for an honest mechanic, and I do like your suggesting. Okay. And just go in and say, will you just check things out for me? Let me know what's going on. And the oil leaking. Uh, they should have said to you, if the shop did a job, an oil leak job, 
they should have said to you, it's unfair to judge the success of our job in the next 90 days. There's so much oil underneath your car, we washed it and cleaned it the very best we could. We replaced the oil pressure switch that was leaking profusely. We verified there's nothing dripping now, but there's a hell of a lot of oil at the bottom of your engine and at the, at the frame. So don't judge my oil success, my oil leak success repair in the next 30 days. Now, I did my best to clean it all up, but we're still going to have some residual oil, but you're going to go from four drips to three drips and then two drips, and hopefully not. And I want you to know the oil leak I fixed is directly below the windshield on your car, and it's in the middle of the car, below the windshield, middle of the car. So when you stand to the side and you say, oh, well, this oil leaks at the butt of the driver's seat, that's not the oil leak I fixed. I fixed at the bottom of the windshield, right there in the middle of the car. So if you have a power steering leak, it's going to be up by the front wheels. That's going to be where the power steering is. So those are the kinds of things that the shop needs to work with you on, and you and you just need to ask the right question. Where's the oil leak you're going to fix? Point to me, and let's triangulate the oil. Rear main seal, uh, oil pan, it's all at the bottom of the windshield on your Corvette. So i got to run, but good luck to you. Good luck to you. Marsha, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, I don't know. After that, after this last, maybe you should just hang up. But I'm, I'm not going to give you any directions. I'm looking for the fix. Okay. I, um, I've had a problem with my car starting it, uh, when you turn it on, and I have a 2004 Nissan Quest. Okay. Low mileage. I'm the original owner, and I'm 78. Okay. So uh, when I turn it on, I get a click. Okay. Turn off, turn off, turn off, you know, go off and on, off and on and on, and then it'll start. Okay. Or sometimes it won't start, and I take the key out of the ignition, and I turn it upside down, put it back in, and it'll start. Okay, that doesn't have anything to do with it. But I had, I took the car, and they replaced, I had a loose cable on the battery. And so they replaced the cable, and the car started. And it figured it was done. And then I get home, and, you know, two days later, I'm back to the click. Okay. And okay, okay so stop, stop, because I'm up against a break. But you stay, in the, you stay on the line, and I'm going to come back and talk to you. But MarkSalem.com. Go to the FAQs. MarkSalem.com. Go to the FAQs, and there's one in there that says, my car won't start. It clicks. It drags. It does what? It talks about this. Your clicking is the key. That's the key, the clicking noise as opposed to the thump noise or the or the or engine running noise. There's, that's an important consideration. So when we come back, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and I'll help you the best I can. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. You hear the phrase a lot this time of year, happy holidays. But holidays are not always happy, particularly for guys grappling with a divorce that they didn't choose. These men need more than the help of a good lawyer. They need the hope and encouragement of a good friend. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Phoenix area attorneys. 6730 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 230, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85253. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Online at CordellCordell.com. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. 
It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. All about that demon. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. I'm going to go to Marsha real quick. Marsha, um, I yes, want to sir. ask you a question. When you park your car, is it inside the garage or, or is it outside in front of the garage it's door? Inside. Okay, good. Inside. This is what I want you to do. Listen to me carefully. I want you to turn on your headlights after you get in the car and shut the door. Turn the headlights on. I want you then to try to start the car, and I want you to pay attention to what the headlights do. Do the headlights go completely out, and when you let go of the key, they come back on slowly? Do the headlights dim slightly, but not a lot? Or do the headlights stay white and bright? And this is test. You're going to get in the car. You're going to turn on the headlights. You're going to stick your key in, and you're going to hit the key. 
there will be a click. I want to know what the headlights are doing. If you walk in the door and you can describe that scenario, then anybody can fix it. I, I know that I, I know that you live up in North Scottsdale and Blackwell Automotive is at 40th and Greenway. I would I would think that you would want to call Aaron at Blackwell Automotive and tell him you have a a no start click. It just clicks intermittently. And the intermittently is important because sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. But if you can tell them what the headlights do when this happens, huh, you'll save yourself a lot of diagnostic money. And in here, in a nutshell, if the if it goes, the headlights go out and come back on quickly, we have a bad connection somewhere. If the headlights go out and they come back slowly, our connection's really bad. So we're going to be looking for that, but you're going to tell us what the headlights are doing, which is going to save you money. Now, they have to have the car act up when they have it in order for them to diagnose it. So if they say, ma'am, we've had your car for three, three days and we've started your car every hour, eight hours a day, and it's not clicking, there's nothing else other than guessing. And you might say, well, what's an educated guess cost? But I think you're going to end up with some kind of a bad battery connection, which about 80% of the click but don't crank symptoms typically are is a battery or a battery connection. And oftentimes that can be fixed for less than 80 bucks. Clean up the battery cables or replace the battery. They, of course, the, replacing the battery is more than $80. But cleaning up the cables. That. I did do that. Okay. And, and if you still have it, then I think that you have an 85% chance of a bad connection. But really and truly, you and your neighbors aren't going to know a bad connection like some gray-haired guy like me who's been around cars okay, for no, 50 years. I know years. that. So I think I don't you, have those kind of neighbors. Thank you. Yeah, go go to Blackwell Automotive. Talk to Aaron, okay, and tell him if he can't fix it, then I'll drive from Tempe and help him fix it, and he'll just die laughing. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I want to tell you something. I don't make any money on on these kinds of things, but what's it's going to do is is he's going to know that I talked to you personally because I always add something like that so that they know that Crazy Mark is on the other line. And I'm quite sure they can fix it. If it'll happen, they can fix it. If it'll happen. They may have you wiggle the shifter. So when you get in, before you put your key in, they want you to take the shifter and wiggle it up and down, up and down. Just wiggle it hard, up, hard, up, hard, down. And then they're going to say, put the key in and start it. And you go, you know, every time I do that, then it starts. And then Aaron's going to go, okay, we'll adjust your neutral safety switch. That's it. That's how, how we were supposed to work together. Or there's three answers, Marcia. Yes, no, or I don't know. Men never say I don't know. <laughs> but women do. <laughs> so um, talk to Aaron at Blackwell Automotive, and he'll take care of you. Okay? I will. Thank okay. you very much. Oh, you're welcome, ma'am. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. My son has an appointment Monday to bring his 2014 GMC with a 5.3. The automatic transmission exchange to have his transmission overhauled. Okay. So he has 140,000 miles on this truck. He's never pulled a trailer. He never carried any weight. He had his fluid and filter changed every 40,000 miles. And now he's having his transmission overhauled at 140. You think that's a normal service life? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah what, what, I mean, wait, wait a minute. This, this truck has been around the equator six times. And you're complaining that it's what? What would you expect it to be, Bob? A two hundred thousand mile transmission? Yeah, 
I was hoping. Oh, Bob, come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, it, it, let me change your question. Mark, on a GM, um, a GMC with a 5.3, it's a truck. Mark, what's the expected life of the transmission? My answer would have been, if you're lucky, you'll do 150, but most of them we're going to be doing between 120 and 130. Most of them are going to go, go I mean, they're going to, the, the clutches are going to give out. They're going to start leaking profusely. They're going to lose third gear, and it'll go from second to fourth and blah, blah, blah. But, no, I, I'm not bothered by that at all. 140,000 miles, six times around the equator. And how many thousands of shifts has that transmission done? So, no, I, 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 I can tell you, I'll tell you this, Bob, I promise you this. I got lots of customers that were doing these at 80 and 90, and there's this common thread there. Oftentimes there's kids involved, <laughs> and, and, and they don't necessarily drive like they would with mom and dad were sitting in the car with them. So, but but then again, my truck has 165,000 miles on it, and I've been around the world six times just like you have. So if the transmission decides to give up the ghost, I got my mileage out of it. And if he's changed one his more food, question, well, go ahead. Do you think are you familiar with Mobile One synthetic LV ATF? Of course. Do you think that's better than the regular uh, Delco um, Dexron fluid? Well, a synthetic is a synthetic. It can be in any brand of box you want. It doesn't make any difference. Here's the difference. Okay, real quick. Here's the difference. Conventional oil turns to, to, to a solid at about 20 below zero. It turns to a wax. Synthetic doesn't till 60 below zero. So synthetic stays a lubricant, a viable, pumpable, flowing lubricant at 60 below zero. Now let's go to the top end. A conventional oil at about 230, 240 is going to turn to a tar. So it's hard to... Now, that's not the coolant temperature. That's the oil temperature. So 230, 250, somewhere around there, we're going to turn to a tar. A synthetic turns to a tar at 500 degrees long after the engine's gone to heaven. So the, the, the protection on a synthetic is far greater, cold and hot, than conventional oil. But all the synthetics are made to the same standard. I don't care what brand, Mobil, Dello, uh, Chevron, uh, uh, Amsoil, all, they're all the same. Just buy price. That's what I'd do if I were you is just buy price. Okay? Thanks, Mark. Okay, good luck, Bob. Roger, you stay... Stay right there. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to come back and get you. And we do have lines 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have four lines available. Roger's got one, and we'll be back right after this. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid, and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. 
Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. All righty. I'm back, and I just want to touch up with Bob. Bob on that. Bob had a, a problem with, or he didn't have a problem. He has a 2014 GMC 5.3. It's a truck, and the transmission needs to be overhauled at 140, and he was asking questions about that. It's a very common discussion point that we have with our customers with respect to time um, that the it's going to give up. The, the, it goes, for instance, most all of you will replace the alternator in the first 100,000 miles, um, and in reality, the sweet spot might be 50 to 75. And there's, there's you know, tires. Tires depend on how many miles you drive and how fast you go and, and how well you take care of your tires. But there's people out there that go 10 years with tires, and we don't touch tires that are 10 years old. Neither does Discount Tire and a lot of other tire stores because we know that that tire is timed out and it needs to be replaced regardless of what the tread looks like. And we all know that we're going to get sued if a car that we comes into our shop, they find out the tires are 14 years old and a tire blows out, crashes, people are going to be suing the shop because you should have known that that tire was, uh, was, uh, was timed out. So those are the kinds of issues that we have. Anyway, we're going to go to Roger. Roger, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah. I'm uh, an older guy, and I have a 2020, a 2020 RAV4, and I have a 2019 Tacoma. The RAV4 has about 5,000 miles. The Tacoma has about 12,000. Well, the first, for the first couple of years, they did free oil changes and everything, and so I didn't worry about it. Now I'm to the point where I have to pay for it. How often, and they have synthetic oil in How often should I be taking it in to get it checked out? Let me ask you, how many miles a year do you drive on those vehicles? 
Uh, well, the RAV4 is a couple of years old, and it's only got about 5,000. Okay. The right. 2019 is, well, has about 12,000 miles. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you um, what I think you ought to do. I think you should go to a semi-synthetic oil. It's cheaper. And it also has the range annually that you need because the full synthetic oil is going to be a lot more money. And it's good for fifteen to 20,000 miles. And that could be the rest of these cars' lives. So let's back off the full synthetic. Your car is going to be fine. Let's go to a semi-synthetic and let's go to one e- once a year oil change. And I want you to change the oil at the beginning of the summer. So every April you change the oil. And I want you to go through the summertime in Phoenix with fresh oil. And I want you to use a semi-synthetic, and that's my advice to you. Okay. Now, what about uh, where, what shop should I go to, or should I stay with a dealer? Well, let me ask you, where, where, give me cross streets. Give me major cross streets. I'm at Union Hills Drive and 67th Avenue. Um, I'd probably drop down to 38th Avenue in Indian School. I know that's going to be a jaunt for you, but that's Harker's Automotive. Another place is 25th Street Auto on 25th Street, but you're on the Avenue side. That's kind of why I'm sending you over to Harker's. Um, That's the closest shop I have in that area. Um, They do good work. It's it's husband and wife and, and, uh, and, and a nephew. And Bob and Ellen are very good people. And you can wait for it if you call them and you say, I want to have my oil changed and I want to wait for it, then they'll schedule you appropriately. So you go there, you sit in their lobby for half an hour, 45 minutes, and then you're out of there. So that's okay. that's the best I can do in that area. Okay. Well, what was their Harker's location? 38th Avenue and Indian School. 38th and Indian School. Yeah, it's called Larry Harker's Auto. Larry okay. Harker's Auto. Uh, one thing I've been doing, but I don't know if it's worth it, I, the Tacoma, I only drive it when it's going to go 15 miles or more. And so I've ne- it's never uh, driven when it's less than that on it. No, that's Is fine. That it's it's kind of like a horse. You don't want to take the horse out of the barn that hasn't been out of the barn for six months and take him to a drag race. So the, the, your motor, your car is going to love you if you use it. And, and the more you use it on one, what we call a heat cycle, you, you get in the car and people make a mistake. They get in the car and they drive two miles and they park it and then they come back home. Well, they never got the motor warmed up. And that's not good for an engine because we don't boil the water out of the, of the oil. Water boils at 212. We need to get the oil temperature up to 220 to get the water out of the oil. And it doesn't make any difference if you got the cheapest oil in the world or the most expensive oil in the world. Moisture is a problem. So in your particular case, all I want to say to you is you can, if you're going to use the RAV4 on a regular basis, that's good. But on the Tacoma, I'd, if it's got 12,000, I just do an oil change once a year and I do it before the summer started. That's how I would do it. So you use semi, semi-synthetic, right? Well, let me ask you a question. Is the Tacoma going 12,000 miles a year? No, no. It's 12,000 miles since I've owned it. Okay. I bought them both new. I, I, I would use a semi-synthetic on both of them. Okay, thank you. I would you. use it. It's, I'm trying to control your costs. I can cut right. $60, 50 $60 off your oil change bill if we go to a semi-synthetic, and the semi-synthetic will handle the mileage on the cars. 
Okay. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thank you. Joe, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, hi, Mark. Um, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Okay, good, because I'm on Bluetooth, but I lower the volume and stuff. Anyway, my question is, I have a two, that, well, I've, I've had, I got two Kia's, Sorentos, and we've had some strange issues with them. Uh, this one well, happens to have a warranty on it, so uh, extended warranty. Uh, it's, it smells of, there's a fuel smell, okay? It's pretty strong, okay? Uh, I checked the gas cap. I got to replace it. The, the current gas cap doesn't click, so I bought a new gas cap. But I happen to be in Kia for one of the other cars. And uh, he, he, I'm just mentioning it to the service guy. He said, well, it's probably a fuel pump, okay? So, uh, Wait a minute, I'm, wait, I'm, a minute I'm, wait a minute, Joe. We're just going, yeah. all, all we're doing is going in, 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 in a dark hole. Let me ask questions, okay? Is there sure. a time when you don't smell gas as opposed to, or is the gas smell you have all the time? Uh, no, I'm sitting in the car right now, okay? The car's running. There is no gas smell. It okay. seems uh, pretty much, uh, a lot of times, pretty strong outside also. Okay, so. okay. First of all, your car is a fuel-injected car. The fuel pressure is could be 50 pounds or more per square inch. If you had a fuel leak in the fuel system, it'd be squirting gas like a fire hose. So for somebody to say that you have a cracked line, that's just flat bull. Okay? If you have a fuel leak, it's going to be a big one. Every time you turn that key on, it's going to be peeing gas everywhere. So let me ask you a question. Who fills up the car, you or your wife? I do. do you, how many times do you click it after it clicks off? Well, that's it. That gas cap. Uh, right now, it doesn't click. I just bought a, a new gas cap. I haven't put no, it on. No, no, no. I didn't say gas cap. I'm, I'm talking about the oh. nozzle in your hand. You stick the nozzle in, and you pull the trigger on it, and after it kicks oh. off, how many more times do you pump fuel in it? Uh, I don't. Once it stops, I pull out the, uh, okay. the hose. 99 times out of 100, we find that the top of the fuel tank is wet because somebody's stuffing the tank. Somebody's filling it too fast. There's a problem with the driver. And so if I were you, the next time I had an in for an oil change, I'd take it to a quick lube shop that lets you go in, and you say, all I want to do is just look at the fuel tank from the underside, and I'd like you to look at the fuel tank and tell me if you see any evidence of gasoline leaking over the sides and down the sides of my fuel tank from up above. And if they okay. find that there's a leak from up above, almost always somebody's stuffing the tank. Now, there are other possibilities but the only two places you're see, we take the we have an evaporative system where we suck the fumes off your tank, and we send them to the motor. The evaporative system is closed; it is not in the open. So we're sucking the fumes off the tank. We're putting them to the motor. The motor sends them to the cylinders, and they go out the tailpipe. That's what's called the evaporative system. So when we stuff the tank, then instead of having vapor being fed to the motor we have liquid gas being fed to the motor so i want you to stop on the first click no matter what stop on the first click and see if that changes it and if it changes it then that's what we need to do on your particular car but if you have a gas leak in a fuel injected car it'll put a gallon of gas inside 60 seconds on a bad leak it'll put a gallon of gas on the ground and that'll be an eight foot oh. circle of gas you don't have any of that so, okay. But, uh, so, oh, go ahead. Okay. Well, quick question. Uh, you know, the dealership. Okay, uh, we we had my other car in the Kia Sorento, 
and uh, just happened to be off a warranty, and there was an issue with we had checked engine light was on, and lands up that they they diagnosed it that it was something to do with a manifold pump or something like that. Manifold okay. pressure switch. Uh, yeah, some it cost seven hundred dollars to fix it. Okay. okay. So I, I'm, what I wanted to also know is their their labor cost is one hundred and sixty five dollars an hour. Is that is that what normal shops charge, or is a lot? Is it less? No, you know, no. The average. Shop? I just did it. I did it. I did a thirty or forty uh, uh, shop in my geographical area, and the average shop is now one seventy five. So I'm surprised wow. if you're okay. dealing with a dealer, I'm surprised because typically the dealers are the 180, and 90, and then the independent shops are in the middle, and then the specialty shops or the quick loop shops are below. But right now, I can right. tell you unequivocally, of the 40 or 50 shops I called that were dealers, as chain stores, um, uh, uh, mom and pop repair shops, 175 is the average. Okay, so so you don't think it's the uh, uh, the fuel pump? Um, oh. Back to 2017. No. The fuel pump's in the tank. If it leaks gas, yeah, right. it leaks it into the tank. It's oh, in okay. the tank. It's in. It's in the fluid. We we cool yeah, so, the fuel yeah. pump with the gas inside the tank. So right, no, yeah. I, I know because okay. So because uh, I was going to bring it in to have a, a diagnosis fee for it uh, for the fuel pump, but I don't want to do that. If it's gonna, I, I'm not bringing it back to the dealer. Okay. okay. Uh, but, if uh, if I'm wrong and it is an external one, if it had a leak in it, it would be puking gasoline at a major rate onto the ground. You would leave a stream of gasoline from the time you started it to the time you shut it off, and it'd probably have caught fire by now. Now here's something else: if we if we if we have a major leak in the fuel delivery system, the car typically won't run because it needs 50 55 pounds of pressure to fire the injectors and to make the car run. Well, if the fuel pump is leaking profusely and can only generate 10 pounds of pressure, the car ain't going to run. It's just not going to run. So, you know, the easiest thing for you to do is take an infernal oil change and say, I want you to look underneath the car and see any signs of a leaking gasoline anything on top of the tank, because if the top of the tank is leaking, the O-ring on the top of the tank is leaking, there's going to be clean areas where the gasoline has run around the end of the tank and around the side of the tank. You'll be able to see that. All you need is a gray-haired guy to look at it. What part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm in uh, North, uh, I guess it's North Phoenix. Consider it Cave Creek, but the crossroads are uh, Carefree Highway and Cave Creek Road. Okay, well, um, why don't you go to Kurtz Automotive at I-17 and Bell and just tell him what you told me. You're scared to death of a fuel okay, leak. So that's, uh, uh, Kurtz? It's Kurtz, yeah, Kurtz with the C, and he's on I-17 and Bell, the northeast corner. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll do that because I'm looking for a good shop. Uh, yeah, to... yeah, Kurtz and, and, and Kurt and Eric are going to take your car. They're probably going to say, get your butt in here because you're coming with us. We're going to lift it up in the air, and he's going to check from where the filler neck is all the way to the top of the engine where the injectors are at, and he's going to look at that whole area. And if there's a fuel leak, he'll point it out to you, and you'll see where the gasoline has been leaking. You'll see that. Okay, great. Okay. So, uh, did, did they take? Did they take extended? I mean, I have an extended warranty. Uh, it's not key. Is it's it's one you know. That's it can be. If, you could go anywhere with it. Okay. So. It, 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 the answer is yes. Most of us. Um, that's a pretty small list. 
because so many of them want us to use cheap parts and they want to negotiate the labor rate and they want to negotiate the diagnostic process. They want to do all of that. They want to control their costs at our expense. And so all of a sudden I say to them, wait a minute, Um, we're not married here. I'm not responsible for the repair of this car and you want me to financially participate in the repair of your car to save you money, and that ain't happening at my shop. So I'll give you the street rate, what we call the street rate, and that's what we charge mom and dad, sister and brother, the top and the bottom. Everybody gets the same rate. I'll give you that. And then they say, well, no, I want to send you the part. Okay, well, who's going to warranty the part? Well, you are. What do you mean? I didn't sell the part. Why am I going to warranty it? This is the conversation that goes on. So be careful about that. But if you have an aftermarket warranty, certainly you can call Kurtz. And, and after you determine if there's a problem, then talk to Kurtz about it. Anyway, 602, no, ne- never mind. Mark at MarkSalem.com if you want to continue the conversation. Mark at MarkSalem.com. And that's where we're at. And, we'll, and I know I'm a minute late, and I'm sorry about that. But we'll be back next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.